Hello guys and welcome back to the NT Podcast. I'm your host, Darkcast on Seven. Along with the captain of TBZ on Nitro Type, it's your boy Tendons. I don't know why I had to make that so cringe, but hey, we're out here <laughs> doing our first official episode. So you wanna kinda of introduce things a little bit, Dark? Well, today we have a special guest known as Rusty. Uh he's a political topic commentary and I'm gonna just gonna give the floor to him now. Yeah, so you'll be able to find me on Twitter, a bunch of alternative platforms, Gab, um, Storyfire, and other such things. I do focus on Storyfire um, content. Um, n- not much anymore. I took a little bit of a break. So now I'm on TikTok um, discussing political topics, events, and just informing the world on kind of what's going on. I give my own um, takes on things, give my opinions, and so on and f- so forth. Um, on Storyfire, there are plenty of things to talk about, uh, one of them being that Storyfire has been recently introduced, has recently introduced new devs, so we've been getting new features, yeah. uh, that being the critic feature, and um, different bug fixes and good stuff like that. Um, according to them, we will also be receiving Blaze Cash Out or some sort of crypto version of it. Um, so the future of Storyfire is uncertain, and I would like to just discuss that on today's podcast. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, man. Well, I definitely like the fact that, uh, I mean, I don't know, you can obviously explain the impact of it, but to me it seems like a good way to allow more people on the platform the new uh, critic features. So I'm interested in actually trying to get onto Storyfire for uh, videos because I would like to kind of be able to expand on other platforms myself. I'll upvote yeah, you. So... I'll upvote you, Tendons. Uh, <laughs> thanks, I'll, I'll do the same. Just, just shoot me a message, okay? Appreciate you guys. So jumping, jumping into the uh, critic feature, actually, now that you talk about it, I do agree. I think it was an amaz- amazing feature to um, introduce. I think bringing the community into it really helped. There were some downsides. There are some good sides and overall horrendous sides to it. And we'll get into that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> but, um, pretty much, pretty much. But I, I got video and that was awesome. My community like upvoted it to shit in about 30 minutes, uh, 20 to 30 minutes. And I got video. I only have two videos up at the moment. I'm taking a little bit of break, as I mentioned earlier. And... Yeah, I, I introduced the idea of a Blaze wall. And what I mean by that, in for the audience listening, uh, Blaze is the currency in Storyfire that allows everyone to um, to, to basically tra- Donate. transact. It, it, it's a store of value, basically, except for there's very little value to it. Like, people just tip each other and, hey, I like your content. So they, get, they send Blaze to each other. Um, anyways... Where was I? I lost my train of thought. But um, you're talking about the critic feature. The the critic, yes, the blaze wall, the blaze wall. Yeah. Okay. There we there we are. The the blaze wall um, was a theory that I introduced that if we increase the blaze wall or the amount of blaze you need to become a critic to have a vote in things, then we would get more quality content, right? Because if we have everyone getting in at a five k blaze wall then there's no there, there's no content that won't get through basically i mean we've seen 
pornography yeah. get through. We've seen hentai get through. We've seen content like Jesse Donald. Oh, um, yeah, Jesse Donald. <laughs> Jesse Donald is a guy that obviously has some unique characteristics, we'll say. And he's, um, he's, he's clearly um, mentally underdeveloped, which... You know, in his videos, he he kind of says says the same words over and over, and he's like, "Hey guys, hey guys, hey story fire," you know, stuff like that. And that's the kind of content that has gone through, and it's unfortunate because we have video creators like myself, uh, another one named Dildo, which is not spe- <laughs> not spelled the way you think it is, um, yeah. and your therapist, uh, uh, other large creators, um, Dotator. Yeah, Dotator. Um, Dotator actually got video before um, before the critic feature was released. Oh, um, oh yeah, and so did Dill. Yeah, Dill also got it beforehand, which was surprising because I didn't think um, McJuggernuggets or Jesse, the head of Storyfire or the CEO, would be even open to that because... Before the critic feature, I just assumed that um, that he just really wasn't fond of us, um, and I, I we we can get a little more into that later because there's some deep lore in the story fire um, kind of story here. Um, over the last two years, there has been so much going on. I mean, we had a we had we almost shut down the entire platform, and then a, di- a guy um, that goes by the alias deck chair came in and saved the platform with his funding um but yeah i mean lots of stuff uh going on with the critic feature um unfortunately they haven't implemented the the blaze wall but they did increase the vote so i'm hoping that will maintain the quality of videos on the platform i mean speaking about the critic feature uh like you were saying earlier uh I feel like the first day, like, a lot of people that got video and that they shouldn't have gotten video, like, I'm surprised because I got video the first day of the the critic feature, and then there's, like, not, like, too many good, like, uh, uh, content in the critic feature at the moment. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more, and I wish people would just take a moment to increase the quality in their videos. I'm not arguing that my videos are top tier right i mean i'm not a tech guy i I don't know how to make my videos the absolute to the utmost quality right but at the same time like people who upload uh, to the critic feature it's it's unbelievable the amount of quality It's, it's so low to the point where i've seen kids in their room with christmas lights on the wall they've got uh, their lights turned off and they just have a blurry camera. And I'm like, okay, first step, turn your lights on. <laughs> Second step, get a better camera. Third step, like, and I think it was on the floor, maybe. I, I don't know. It, it was just such a strange video to behold. <laughs> and, and I was just sitting there like, what the fuck, dude? And I, I'm pretty sure he got green lighted. Yeah. So it's like switched. I mean, before you had like maybe the standard was a bit high and now it's like way too low. So it's kind of like maybe we need a bit of balance between the two. That That's exactly right. And that's why I, uh, I as, as well of a, as a user named Sonoda, 
uh, brought about the idea of the blaze wall. Because at the end of the day, if you have blaze, that means you're invested in the platform. That doesn't necessarily mean you bought any of blaze because you can, you can buy blaze, but I have over 600,000 blaze. I'm on the top leaderboards. Uh, my audience is highly supportive and that shows that I'm active on the site. It shows that people give a damn about me and it shows that I know what I'm doing. And that means that I can be trusted or, you know, more than likely can be trusted with a feature such as the critic feature. A lot of people say, oh, well, it's unfair to increase the blaze wall. And my answer is you can you can get blaze. No one's stopping you from working hard and, you know, accumulating that amount of blaze. I was just thinking a 20 to 30K blaze wall, right? And that's not even, it's not even a third of how much I have. I would say like 25K would be all right. Yeah, no, that's what, somewhere in between maybe, yeah. Something like that, you know. Well, anything I just want to. Oh, sorry. Um, I just want to make sure I'm clear. So you're saying you would have to have 25k blaze at least to vote on content, and that's what the wall would be. Yes. So okay. anyone can upload videos, and I think anyone should be able to upload videos. But the problem I have is when it, it's it's like it's like in America. He, he, in America, we have voter ideal ID laws. And people, you, you know, a random guy that came from Germany that isn't a U.S. citizen isn't able to vote, obviously, because he doesn't have any skin in the game. He's not living in our country, so he doesn't have a say uh, on what goes on in our country. And it's the same thing with the blaze wall that I'm uh, thinking about and um and I, I just don't want random ass people voting, essentially, because that's where we are right now. And yeah, because and, and we just need we need improvement. Yeah, because yeah, like, I mean, I totally understand like what you are saying with that. Definitely. Like, I, I mean, I completely agree. Like someone that just found Storyfire for the first time or someone that's like on there once a year shouldn't be able to have the same influence as someone who is heavily invested in the platform and actually wants to see good content getting approved. Like that totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because like, say for example, like a group of trolls, like come together and then upvote like a user to just to like upload like NSFW like stuff in the apps in the website. That's not good. Exactly. Yeah, that's already will happened that, before. Yeah. Right. That, that's already happened before. We've had Joe someone upload, and, it, and yeah, it was featured on Storyfire. So new users jump on the platform, and they see. I'm I'm going to be family friendly here. They see a pickle, a pickle go into a piece of <laughs> meat. We'll say a cucumber. Yeah, yeah, I get what you uh, what you're going for. A here. big slab of meat go into. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's the whole thing with the um, blaze wall and the critic feature. I think there's a lot of improvements to be made. Um, and then the other thing is moderation, right? So with moderation, we've been having issues for years. We had a user, um, a OG user back in the day that was that went by the tag Irish Coffee, oh, right? Irish coffee, and, yeah. and and here's the lore, right? 
Um, not everybody new to the platform or even, you know, people who have been on the platform know about Irish coffee. He was one of the first guys to point out, like, the you know, the mod, the mods are having issues. Like, this is a problem. They're power hungry. They delete whatever they want. Um, and basically, they're fragile. And at the time, I thought it was annoying because he posted very consistently about it. He made memes about it almost every single day of every hour, it felt like. So I was like, okay, yeah, I, I get the criticism, but, you know, I, I kind of shrugged it off. Fast forward a few years, and we're getting users, and this was recent, we got two of um, of our well-known users banned. So yeah. two users that have been on the platform for a while, um, it, uh, by the name of Nutty Rick Roll and Chris, um, both of them just outright banned without warning. Last and week, right? Wasn't it like last week? I, I, I believe so. Yeah, it was last week. And that was part of my breaking point because for, for those who are watching, I actually did announce that I was leaving Storyfire, not necessarily permanently because if they improve things, I would love to jump back on. I love the community, but it really pisses me off that they felt like they could abuse that kind of uh, moderation privilege, privileges to take down trusted uh, members of the community. All they needed to do was send a warning and say, hey, take this down, you know. And even then, I think they should be able to post whatever the hell they want so long it's in, uh, it, it, it's within the guidelines. Yeah, exactly. So, did they like, so they didn't post anything crazy. It was just like the mods didn't like it. Or... Okay, so here's a little bit of background here because one of the users had a Nazi flag profile picture and, and that I kind of get, you know, I would, I would have still given them a warning. I would have said, Hey, take that down or we're going to delete your account. Right. Because he's gained a bunch of followers. Everyone knew him in the community. They took him down. So I, I kind of shrugged my shoulders and I was like, man, I wish they gave him a warning, but I kind of get it. But the other guy, he posted a meme. He posted a meme and got taken down. Yeah. And it wasn't anything crazy. It was just like No. A... No, not at all. It it wasn't no. against TOS at all. Um it was it was a guy spinning a hot dog in between his fingers. So it was oh, literally Oh, I know I know the Have video you seen you're that referring... meme? Yeah, I know the video you're referring to with Swift and Yeah. The... Yeah, my theory. My theory is that Swift, aka uh, one of the elites on Storyfire, that's what I call them because they can't be touched. Uh, Jesse gave him moderation, and he, I, I, I assume that. Sorry, what? He blocked you, right? Oh yeah, on on, on Twitter, Twitter he yeah, blocked I saw me. That. I saw yeah. that. That was pretty funny. I, I I actually made a tweet saying, like, I wear this as a badge of honor, man. Like. This is something I'm going to remember till the day I die because it was so funny, dude. Uh, he made a post basically saying, um, you know, long live Storyfire. Storyfire is amazing, blah, blah, blah. Storyfire is never going to die. And I'm like, well, no, you're the one killing it. And he blocked me for that. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just funny. There's so many, there's so many levels of corruption. Um but we can get into that. Um, and, and we could also talk about, uh, unless you guys have anything else to um, 
say about the critic feature and the moderation. I mean, I definitely understand your perspective as far as the uh, critic feature being implemented goes. I mean, it makes total sense to me. Like, you just want to see a balance. And, yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying with mods as well. Like, obviously, someone posting a meme shouldn't just be getting their account deleted. I mean, because the crazy thing to me is, like, Storyfire started off as, it's like, oh, this is an alternative to YouTube that's less restrictive and has more opportunity for monetization. And then it ends up, like, if things like that are happening, I feel like it's like, well... You're like, why would somebody use Storyfire instead of just using YouTube then? Where at least somewhat the rules are established. Like, yeah, I can definitely see your point. If people are doing stuff like that, it's just hurting the website as a whole, I'm sure. Well, you're you're entirely right. I mean, what's the appeal to a platform that, number one, isn't YouTube, it doesn't have the name recognition, it doesn't have the user base, it doesn't have the quality content en masse. So why go there if it's not any more free? And there's nothing to go, hey, you know, Storyfire is pretty cool. I, I you know, I, I like the features that they have. It's similar to Twitter, but also similar to YouTube. And they have a story section, hence the name Storyfire. Um, so they have a bunch of cool features that I love, but I couldn't bring myself to continue posting on just such a horrific platform. And, and, and by that, I, I, I don't mean to be rude, but the the decision making and i'm going to go a little bit more into moderation here because moderation is me, corrupt yes because my myself and sonoda uh another prominent user on the platform sonoda is a og user i myself am a newer user believe it or not you know two years he's been on for seven years um and we came together, we brought the OGs together and the newcomers from the marketing push. And we said, you know what? Things need to change. We ran for moderator. And, you know, Jesse said, hey, we're looking for mods. You know, he made it clear that that was happening. So we came together and we ran for moder moderation. The entire community, and I mean, like literally uh, 40, 50, hundreds of people just commenting on, on videos saying like, Rusty for mod, Sonoda for mod. And we, we came together uh, with the partnership and said, we're done with this shit. And, and guess how we were repaid? Uh, McJuggernuggets make, makes a post um, soon after saying, oh, we have undercover mods now. And we weren't, we weren't told anything about this. And our entire message, me and Sonoda, we were talking about how there needs to be transparency. There needs to be accountability for posts being taken down because that's not right. People can't just live in fear for and being banned for a meme without even a warning. I mean, it's just so authoritarian. It's beyond me. And it, was just, it just felt like a slap in the face. You know, we were advocating for these things and they're, they're like, hey, we're going to get the Gestapo in here and we're going to just ruin the to me it seemed like me and sonoda were the last hope for the platform we were trying to turn it around in the right direction and then they said okay well now we have undercover moderators and to me that's just insane yeah yeah i i mean i totally understand you feel like you're being uh blindsided by things right and then yeah posts are just disappearing and they're not uh doing anything to fix your concerns or i guess ease them even only mods in my opinion that i like on storyfire because i don't post on it much because i uh, i don't post like social posts much because i'm not like 
I check on it like every day, but I don't post on it because I don't have many subs on it. I think I have like 49 or 40 ish around there. But uh, a, a good, uh, the only mods that I like would say like I have one in mind, which would be Pugu Hall. Yeah, Pugu Hall is pretty cool. Um, behind the scenes, I've heard things, but um, you know, he, he's the best of them, I would say, uh, for now. I used to like Kevin Mosca, um, but no. Yeah, after what happened, do you, do you want to get into that? Because I, mean, I actually—that's sure. it. That's an entire topic that we can talk about. The lore runs deep, and I got fucking backstabbed. Okay, that's what happened. Um, okay, so what happened was I made a post. Uh, the community deemed it unpopular, and I was basically persecuted for this. You know, everyone was going after me. Everyone was attacking me. So my buddy, okay, remember this. He's my homie, or, or was my homie, Kevin Masca, the one of the mods on the team. He starts slandering me. He goes after my credibility. He calls me transphobic, homophobic, every name you could call me. And then I reach out to him in DMs to sort things out because I'm freaking out. I'm like, Dude, why are you? And, and by the way, he has huge influence. So everyone thought I was a I was a hateful person or whatever, man. So I confront him in DMs. He never responded. So I'm. So what I do is I get into Twitter because we have a group chat. Kevin happened to be in that chat, and I say I'm making a story exposing this because what he was doing was he was slandering my name. He was attacking my character. And my credibility, which is important as a commentator, because people take my word a lot of the time. Uh, you know, if I I rather people research, but a lot of people take my word for what I say. So I I find it incredibly um, distasteful to just go after me, and and it's just it, it was really nasty, and it showed me a side of him that I hadn't really seen before. And he he was more of a sheep in. Um, uh, sorry, a wolf, a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's yeah, what he was. A wolf in sheep's clothing. I think that's how the saying goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had to reverse it. Sorry, I'm speaking fast. Um. Anyways, Remember? so the story continues um, with him deleting my posts. I was trying to um, make it clear. I was trying to provide context in his comment section because everyone was pissed off, and I was like, okay. Here's what happened. Here was my opinion. And here is why Kevin is just lying through his teeth. Didn't he and he was, delete he, was, he was deleting those posts and he banned me from his comment section. Um, and he just did that over and over because if, if, uh, if you didn't know, uh, you can get on his next post, right? So if he makes a new post, you can comment on it. So when, when you get banned, you only get banned from one post. Oh, I don't um, know so that. he just he just does that over and over and over again. So I just get pissed off and I say, you know, I'm not taking this. Okay, the community respects me and they respect you, and I'm going to make sure that one of us by the end of this is exposed for the freaking loser he is. And so what happened was I went on Twitter uh, in the Twitter chat. I said, I'm dropping a story tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, no, it might have been night. I'm dropping a story explaining everything. So I immediately, 
I start writing things down. And then Kevin, of course, he reaches out to me because he knows damn well that if I drop this, he knows damn well that if I drop this story, his credibility will go way down and he will be exposed for the narcissist and liar he is. And he was, he was, he, he was very worried about this. I mean, he reached out to me. He said, Oh, I'm sorry. I just got, I got, I got heated. Hey man, that's not what you do to your friends when you're heated. Like, I'm sorry. You don't do that. Um, so, so, so he wanted to get to me through discord and have a, uh, conversation about it. And I'm like, okay, you know what? First, I'm taking a bunch of screenshots because I am not letting you yeah, live he might this down. Me. Yeah, he might yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a bunch of screenshots. I wrote down a bunch of notes. I wrote like three paragraphs of notes. And then I got on a call with him and we can talk about this uh, call more in depth if you like, but I... Yeah, sure, but go ahead. J- j- just to get... Yeah, yeah, no, I can. Um, so basically, he came in and he was kind of he was kind of sucking my dick to a certain extent right because he knows that if i drop the story it's over and so what he did was he said oh i'm sorry i got heated i have someone in my family that's transgender and and then i'm like okay well i i'm sorry but especially in my sphere the commentary community there's consequences to your actions like i'm sorry dude and and it it wasn't it wasn't one of those things where i was like i'm taking him down that was part of it because i was pissed off but i also wanted to defend myself because he was deleting uh comments and no one saw my perspective and i knew if i dropped it everyone would see it so we're in we're in this call and he's talking to me like I'm a child, like talking down on me and saying, no, 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 like you're taking this too far and let's just end the drama here. And I'm like, no, dude, no, I'm not doing that. Like, what, what's your problem? Like, like I, I'm still pissed off from it, you know, because again, he was my homie. He backstabbed me. He, and the story is actually called the uh, character assassin, assassination of Rustivian. Uh, that's have, that's. I'll, I'll, I'll have that link in the description, by the way, guys. If you guys want to check that out. Yeah, yeah for that, sure. We'll have links to stuff for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and we'll have that in a pinned comment and all too. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I I highly recommend it because it I literally wrote thirteen. I believe it was thirteen, maybe twelve paragraphs of me just going at him, exposing him, and going into detail as to why he was a manipula- manipulative fuck and I just couldn't understand it because before then we had many good interactions you know we we were cool man we we've had literally two three hours con- three hour conversations so we have a history um and the and then I get heated in the call I'm like you, you know I I was pissed off I was yelling at him um and then he goes after my age I'm obviously a younger person. Well, I'm not going to say obviously. Some people with my voice, they think I'm like 30 or something. I'm not. I'm like, uh, I'm under 20, we'll say. Um, You're under 20? Dang. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So anyways, he went after my age to discredit me. He's like, oh, well, I'm 20 some, I'm 27 and you're what, whatever. And, and I'm like, dude, you, you're making no sense right now. And I actually got really pissed off. I insulted him. I'm like, okay, if I'm younger than you and you're such a wise man, why did you go after me? And why are you losing? <laughs> why yeah, well, exactly. why are like, you making nothing, yourself yeah. look like a clown if i'm so much younger and inexperienced and stupid then why did you act like this and he got pissed off he he got angry he disconnected from the call um we had a few other people in the call that were just kind of mind boggled they're like what the fuck because they had no <laughs> idea what was going on um dotator and dildo they were in the call uh, they were they were like holy shit, dude! Like that's crazy. I had I had uh, one of my buddies, Aquatic, um, defend me. He was one of the only people to defend me um, before I released the story, and and then afterwards, I was like, okay, I, I got right on it. I stayed up all night um, fabricating and uh, the story, and I made sure my words were very clear. And I made sure that I was correct on everything. You know, I do my your research. I, 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 yeah, I do my research. I do my damnedest to make sure that what I'm saying is correct. And what happened is, is the next day I released it. Sorry, right. I, I just got a spam call. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> you good, bro? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> where was I? Um, oh, I dropped the story. And what essentially happens is it just blows up. Everyone's freaking out. Um, they're adding Kevin Masca in the comment section of my story. People are saying like, holy crap, I'm sorry. People were apologizing to me because they didn't realize how much of a liar he was. They were completely on Kevin's side. They thought I was a terrible person. But they read the story and the truth comes out. And then Kevin deletes his posts. He goes into hiding. He says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about all this. Oh, no, 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 no. And he pretends like he's this kind, loving guy because it, for those who don't know, that's his brand. He considers himself a motivational speaker. And, yeah. and he makes videos trying to uplift people. He's like, okay, you know. And he made a video of, here's a few ways to identify toxic traits in a person. So the community loved this guy. And then he just lied straight to their faces. He tried to discredit and slander me um, and defame me, essentially. He, and then here's where it gets good. Okay, here's where it gets good because it's not over. I'm telling you, on Storyfire, people don't get it, man. It's like the rabbit hole runs so deep <laughs> that so it's crazy. Stuff. So many stuff. It's, it, it's crazy because... After after this, maybe twenty minutes after, Kevin says he get he got swatted. And for those for those who uh, don't know what swatting is, it's when people call the the SWAT team or the police and say, "Hey, there is a situation where people are in danger," and they and then they go over to the target's house and they harass them, and, and sometimes it ends up in death. So this is a very serious thing. Um, yeah. I was I was accused of swatting him at the time. I didn't know you got. I didn't and he know said that swatted supposedly. Yeah, so I'll, I'll get more into that. But 
But what it happened is he said, oh, thanks, Rusty. I just got swatted. And he was being passive aggressive. He was freaking out. And I, in, in my mind, I was like, okay, you're bullshitting. Like, what is the, can you imagine the timing on this where I drop a story and like 30 minutes after you get swatted, like, are you kidding me? Like, no one's going to buy this. And no one did for a while. But then he clears it up on Twitter. He says, and I guess it was just bad timing. The, the call came in from Ohio. I'm not in Ohio. Um, and apparently his dad swatted him like his own dad what <laughs> what wait a minute yeah i mean so he's just got this explains why he's such a narcissist and manipulate manipulative freak it's because his yeah. dad is so fucked up that he literally swats his own son <laughs> yeah <laughs> like funny. that's where we are and that that's kind of where it ended everything kind of slowed down and and he he said, I'm taking a break. He made like three posts saying he's taking a break because he can't get enough of the fucking attention he gets. Um, yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah, he wants people to like... And recently, oh, no. and recently he came back. As soon as you left, He came right? back to Storyfire. Like a couple of days uh, left, he, he, he came back. Yeah, no, that's actually... I, I don't know if it's... Um, I, I don't know if it's just a coincidence, coincidence or not. It very well could be. But as soon as I left Storyfire for the time being... He came back like the day after, so I'm wondering if he just he's just scared of me uh, going after him again. In the day after, yeah, it's a little suspicious. He probably was just waiting, and that's like the whole thing is just so messed up. It's like he wanted to call you out when he felt like he could bury you, and then as soon as you had something to prove against them he was like oh well now we can just be mature about this like oh come on like it's just BS yeah I mean the whole thing just sounds like it was just a lot of BS from him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because as I mentioned earlier in the story, I reached out to him. I was the first guy to reach out to him. I was like, Hey, let's sort this out. Why are you calling me these things? Why are you uh, defaming me? Um, or, or at least attempting to um, yeah. like, what's the reason, man? And he never responded. So it, to me, it's on him, you know? Well, yeah, I would say, to, I mean, based, based on that, at least what I know, I mean, it sounds like, yeah. I mean, you even gave him the chance like exactly respond and i mean i know what you mean like i've had that happen a while ago where someone tried to do that to me in the community just kind of blindsided you by trying to call you out and then not even like respond when you are like yo what's going on here and then like if you come back at them then all of a sudden it becomes a big deal and it's like bro come on just be mature right. in the first place exactly exactly and we were cool man like i had no and that's a big misconception in uh the story fire community some people uh allege that I'm somehow a drama starter and that I start drama and then I talk about it and then I have content like no that's not what I do I I just get a, a abundance of drama because retards for lack of a better word just go out there and they look for it that's not that's not my problem you know what I mean like when something happens I have the duty as a commentator to alert my audience and give my opinion so that that's what I do. And it's not it's not to attack anyone, although I did take a little bit of pleasure in uh discrediting his claims that I was somehow uh hateful, transphobic, whatever, because it's just bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean when someone like tries to screw you over like that, I mean 
Uh, yeah, I don't blame you if you have a little bit of a uh, joy in uh, <laughs> in getting your uh, revenge defending, on them, or at least just defending yourself. exposing the truth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, because that's what it was. Like you literally were just trying to. Like I'm sure you wouldn't have come and called him out if he didn't go and force you to in the first place. And it's funny when people that have their own like baggage, their own skeletons, whatever you want to call it, like they try to call out everyone else, and then it just makes them end up looking ten times worse because the other person just gets forced to expose them. That kind of stuff is just really funny to me. So, I don't know, man. It just that's what it sounds like. Like he had a lot of stuff going on that was already like issues that he was trying to hide and stuff, and then he wanted to call you out, but. <laughs> this is where it got him, I guess. Yeah, no, it's um, it's unfortunate because it didn't have to end that way, you know. And, and then the thing that um makes me even more pissed off is that people on the internet just forget things in two seconds because as soon as he came back, he he received a ton of support, and I mean a ton. And there was a few negative comments that he deleted, by the way. Um, but he got overwhelming support, and I was just surprised. I was looking at him like. So you're telling me y'all just forgot. Y'all just forgot that this guy is a snake. That's the internet, man. I know. Their, their attention yeah. spans like three seconds. Literally. I mean, that's like, I mean, it's the same thing in our community. Like anything that comes up drama wise, it goes on for like a day. And then we'll just move on to the next like BS that's going on. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It, it kind of de- depends with the, um, with the drama on Storyfire because because there was a time where the dramas lasted like a day or two or but but now they last so much longer because they're so there's the amount of drama is decreasing on Storyfire, i would say but it's getting more explosive and what i mean by that is it really affects people when it happens like especially the be, one uh the, i'm sorry for cutting you off but especially the one with roger i don't know much all i know is that uh He's like a 30-year-old man dating, like, an autistic girl or something like that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about yeah, that. Let's talk um, Roger. Okay, oh, Roger. Man. Roger is kind of like the the meme villain of, the, of Storyfire, right? He's been around for as long as I can remember. Um, he was originally um, with this seemingly autistic girl, um, that we believe is underage on Storyfire. And that at the beginning, um, Carissa was just like do, sending out a bunch of crying emojis on the social feed and just like every single hour, it felt like, and adding Roger. Um, and, then, and then Roger was making weird, um, cryptic posts um, and... I, I don't know if we have any images of him, but there was images of him with a like like a piece of dirt on his head. It was really strange. Um, the the whole and he just kept making accounts because he kept getting banned. He kept he kept riling the community up, and the the drama just kept resurfacing and resurfacing. You know, and. The community just got sick of it at a certain point. Carissa, I believe, left. Um, Roger's trying to move past this on his new account. He's saying, yeah, you know, I'm being, I'm being, yeah, yeah, he is. And he's trying to get past this. He actually got video access, which is just crazy to me. And that just shows the problem with the critic. But um, moving on. 
yeah. he, he recently um, made videos with so he their voice calls with uh, Carissa, which is the autistic 14, 15 something year old girl at her mother was on the phone with Roger, I guess. It, I, I didn't fully watch it, so I can't say um, what exactly was going on, but it, it's just a freaking weird situation. Anything that has to do with um, underaged children, like it's, it's just not something I like looking at personally because it's just kind of kind of makes me sick with the power dynamic of yeah. a fucking yeah um, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, if that's true that a thirty-year-old is dating a fifteen-year-old, then I really no. I think he's like police 50. are getting involved. It's fucking weird. Whatever like is going on here, like it seems like outside of this is like outside of oh, this is drama and story. But this is like the police need to get involved if this is true. I mean, obviously, I don't know anything about the situation. So, just for the record, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. But what I am saying is, if that is the case, then obviously that needs to be immediately like handled for real people have, that's al- not even, people like... have already contacted law enforcement they just can't do anything because there's no overt evidence oh man I... unfortunately that, that just oh my god that's disgusting like it's just wh- why like how are you i don't know man as a grown man like i myself am 20 year 20 years old and i can't even understand it like i wouldn't want to talk to a girl that wasn't at least 18 because like i don't know I, I feel like that's just normal you attract the people that are around your age but i guess these people have truly like something mentally ill or they they just don't i don't know have normal human behavior i guess because yeah, to me it just is it's just so horrifying like i i just don't even understand it to be honest with you yeah the the dude's defective in the head i'll tell you that much um <laughs> but um but yeah so that's roger i mean he's he's been making new accounts for I would say about a year now, maybe, you know, just over and over. Um, I believe his original account was named Love Boost, which makes it even weirder. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. yeah in, I guess in, he's the EDP of Storyfire. You say he's the meme villain, but... He is the EDP. Like, yeah, the EDP of Storyfire. That's what it really sounds like to me. Jesus. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I then really we also hope. have this guy Philip Chandler, who faked faked suicide and then pretended to be his dad or mom. And oh, and, <laughs> I see where you're going with this. And so everyone called him out because it was obviously bullshit. Because the account said, "My son is literally dead on the ground" or something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, oh okay. So as a as a parent your first instinct would to, to get on story fire and say, what have you guys done? <laughs> like, that's your first apparently yeah. instinct. Yeah. It oh should be God. to call the, amb- the ambulance or anything like that. Yeah. Well, like she, like, it's not like he said, Oh, story fire made me do this. Make sure that you uh, post it on there before I uh, end my life. Like who would even like, yeah, exactly. How would that situation come up where your first instinct is to hop onto the, your son's computer and then leave a post on his uh, account <laughs> that you uh, forced him to do? like, how would she even know that that was what had happened? Who knows, yeah. dude? I mean, that's the thing. This guy is seeking the attention. And he said as much, actually, and I'll get into it. So f- from the time he said um, what he said about his suicide and whatever, 
He's been causing issues on and off again, on and off again. Recently, he's been trying to get me and uh, like five other people banned for quote unquote harassment and bullying and how we've been um, going after him for no reason. And so and and that's never happened, obviously. Um, we actually asked him, we reached out to him in, in direct messages and we said, hey, like, where's the evidence? Show me the evidence. And then I would be pleased to get banned, you know, to, to take to take the ban hammer to my forehead and take me out, bro. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You have literally no evidence suggesting that, you know, we have done anything wrong. But that guy um, also reached out to another commentator um, uh, by the name of Warrior. Um, I, I believe that, yeah, Warrior. And... And he he said that he literally just does it for attention. So he's literally doing this because he wants dopamine. Like I guess that's what it is. I, I I don't know what it is because it feels like there's something more to that, right? Because he's deleting comments. He aquatic uh, buddy of mine, commentary buddy of mine um, from Australia. He made a post ratio ratioing him. Um, with like seven likes, and that, that's a law on a Storyfire post, especially for a guy that is pretty much irrelevant, like this Chandler guy. The reason he, I think he does this is because he's fallen out of uh, relevancy. That's what I think. I think this guy is just desperate for that little drop of attention, and I never understood that because back when the marketing push was going on uh, tw in 2020 when the site was extremely active, I was... <laughs> I, I was huge at that time. Like I was getting 50 likes per post, 50 uh, relights, which is basically a retweet on Twitter. Um, so I was getting a ton of attention, doing a lot of things. And then, you know, a few months after I lost that support because Storyfire just wasn't booming. I was making posts as I normally did. And, and now I get just about the same amount of, uh, engagement as i did when there were more users so the the point is i i just don't think it's necessary to go out of your way to piss people off and try to get them banned when you can just do the work you know just do the work be consistent have something to offer to your community or your audience and 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 have I have a good head on your sh shoulders, right? Don't be a dick. Yeah, I mean, I totally understand. Like these methods of growing, like being toxic, definitely is not going to get you very far. Now, I mean, you're just going to have because I think someone I saw a video. It was called like I think it was called, it's like the toxic life of a full time streamer or something. But it kind of was basically talking about how like if you encourage toxic toxicity in your fan base or you build an audience with that like eventually if you ever try to change they're just going to turn on you and then you've just built a fan base of people who want to see someone getting like roasted somebody you know being toxic and if you're not always willing to be that way then you just have an audience of people that are going to turn on you immediately because you're not building up like a loyal fan base that wants to see you succeed they just want to see other people getting torn down so that kind of approach, definitely, like the cloud chasing, it might in the short term work, but yeah, absolutely. Someone like that who's just trying to get get people like you banned for attention, doing what he does, like it's never going to get him very far. And I think the whole idea of like 
trivializing suicide and like, oh, I'm just going to use this to get attention. Like, it's just my daily, it's, it's just only agenda calendar, like fake my, like that's like really messed up to me because mental health is such a real issue for people. Like for someone like him to do that, like to me, that's really wrong, you know, to well, seek it's attention disgusting that way. to manipulate someone's emotions to believe that a dude just offed himself because of other users. Like, imagine if I didn't think things through and I was just, I don't know, some fucking kid and I was like, oh my God, I just killed some, I, I just inadvertently killed someone on the, like, I would, I would get shivers down my back and just turn the phone off like, I and you would have and you know you would have to live with that until you know you grow up and go hey that that was a little shady you know um Yeah, no, I totally understand what you're saying too. Like, I mean, because if, if for one, like his fans or his you know people that he claims are you know people he cares about are probably like upset about like you know, if they really thought that that happened. But yeah, it's true too. If someone thought that they were responsible for contributing to something like that, I mean, they would feel absolutely terrible. And then of course the person didn't really do anything to themselves at all. So yeah, I mean that's a really good point as well. Overall, the manipulation with that is absolutely terrible. Yeah, I have can't very imagine. little sympathy for anyone who does something like that. You know, Yeah, I, I just, I, I agree. I just, I just think it's, I think it's evil would be the word, you know, Yeah. I, I, I don't like using that word for everything, but I think that's evil. I mean, kill, Yeah. uh, pretending to kill yourself or uh, being toxic won't get you to won't get you far at all. Especially not pretending to know. But that also happened in our community. Uh, Yeah. Dark, I don't know if you remember Yeah. about that, but there was someone that was a very prominent player who actually pretended to be a girl, catfished the community, and then pretended like that they off themselves and then came back as themselves later on. And I, I just can't even imagine like how that thought came into their head. But it was the same thing. Like later on, that guy he was trying to uh, he would trash talk me in the main Nitro type server, like and use my name to try to get like clout for himself. Because basically he would only get like responses in there if he would like say something about me specifically. And what ended up happening is like, you know, I kind of like call him out for that and be like, bro, like, what are you doing? And like, it, it was clear to me, like that kind of behavior didn't leave him the attention seeking, you know, because then he was doing something else. And it's the same guy that pretended to be a girl and, and, you know, and did all that stuff. So I guess people have a pattern of behavior. You know, and you can kind of recognize that if they're not willing to make a change. And it seems like that this guy on Storyfire is kind of the same way. Like, he's made mistakes already, and he's he's not learning anything from him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, and there's another thing about him. I for I totally forgot. This is actually a new development. Um, so there was a parody account made uh, by Chris. Um, I mentioned him earlier because he uh, his original account got banned. But there was a parody account um, made by um, Forrest Philip Chandler. So it, there was a dot at the end of the name, but it was very similar. And he had a similar profile picture and everything. And... Philip Chandler, the guy who, you know, previously uh, said he commit, uh, pretended to commit suicide and all of these things, he said that Chris hacked him. He's like, hey, this guy hacked me. And it's like, no, he didn't. Ha it's a parody account. How how brain dead do you need to be? And it, it gets Yeah. to the it gets to the point where you're like, there's no there's no there's. There's no helping this situation because I, I don't even think I public publicly commented on the Philip Chandler situation. Um, what I did was uh, comment on his posts.
um, just kind of memeing on him. Unfortunately, a lot of that was deleted because he's a pussy and he can't take it, which is funny because he puts himself into these situations so often. Maybe he just enjoys the hate. The, it's a lol cow. That's, I mean, that's what they uh, are known as. Like the people that just keep on like setting themselves up and then playing the victim card once they uh, get called out for it, you know? Yeah, and, and another thing, this is completely off topic, but another thing is I think in the society we live in today that this is happening very frequently with the attention-seeking and the... Yeah, a lot the, of... I guess the ADHD of of people in society right now, because they're scrolling through TikToks and they're going, okay, that one's boring, that one's boring. They watch another one for five seconds. They scroll, they scroll, they scroll, and they go, okay, every two seconds I'm going to scroll. So they have zero attention span. And what they do is when they're in any other situation, including real life, um, as well as, you know, any other social platform, they need constant attention they need constant dopamine and that's a big problem with our society in general i think yeah. we're doing a, a severe disservice to uh our children i i think when i'm when i'm a bit older and i have kids i i'm not letting my kids anywhere near a fucking device uh like a yeah. like a mobile device um i although i will you know once they're older but having their brain just com- develop as I, I don't know, a, they, they almost develop with the algorithm of YouTube or these other sites. And it's terrifying. You know, you, you never know what they're looking at, first of all, and it's just destroying yeah. their thought process. And I'm sure um, other people can relate, but when you're on, when you're on TikTok and when you're on YouTube doing all these things, your brain gets foggy and you can't think like, I'm I'm not even kidding. I think it's highly, highly damaging to the youth, especially. I mean, a lot of I people are spoiled. Agree. I mean, a lot of people are spoiled these days. Yeah, I think that's one thing. Cause I know I didn't get a phone until uh, like my sophomore year of high school, and it wasn't like oh I couldn't have one. Like I was it was before I could have gotten one for Christmas. But I was always like, well, I don't need one necessarily, and I don't really care much. And I think for me. Like, it actually really did help me to, as, you know, a young, like, when I was a child, right, like, to develop without a device in front of me all the time, because I actually had to imagine things and grow up like, you know, a kid would. Like, you use your imagination, you do things that, like, a kid has to do, and, you know, you socialize in school, like, face-to-face. You don't, like, just sit there, like, on your phone texting people, you know, and you actually, like, build those socialization skills, and, yeah, I definitely agree, like, I think YouTube and TikTok, and they all, they all love it because they know parents will raise their kids with the algorithm that they have on there, like the YouTube Kids app and all that stuff. And basically, they know those kids are like 12 hours a day of free views because the parents will put them in front of an iPad for 12 hours a day instead of actually engaging with their kid or wanting to do anything. Because that's the interesting thing. Like, there's definitely the algorithm makes a lot of children seek that instant uh, gratification, I think. But I think it also has led to parents like, not wanting to even raise their own kids like they're not even bothering to be like no like you're not going to spend 12 hours a day on you know my ipad we're actually going to like do something and i'm actually going to you know bond with you right like parents also need to be willing to make a change so that their kids are not growing up to be the next parents that are going to do that yeah no i couldn't agree more i think parenting 
needs to be exactly that. It needs to yeah, be parenting. Does. Like because the algorithm can raise your kids kids, but it will it will make them look it very it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. And I, I, unfortunately, um, I, I'm similar. I'm similar to you, right? So I, I didn't have a phone until I was like, I don't know, maybe fourteen, fifteen, something like that. And I think that really helped. But also, I was still raised, and I think this go- even goes for teenagers. I was still raised on the internet. We don't. Me and my parents, we don't really have these emotional um, discussions. We don't talk about things much. It's just kind of like, hey, we exist together in this house, you know. And I think, I think we need to get more into com- communication, community, um, and you know, just just normal things that fifty years ago people wouldn't even think about, you know. Yeah. For sure. I mean, and, and then the metaverse. Are... Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but the metaverse. Can you imagine what will happen when Mark Zuckerberg owns your entire <laughs> virtual world, where you yeah. will just be sucked in? And then imagine you're 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 walking around in the metaverse, right? Maybe you're going to get a metaverse ice cream or a smoothie, and then an ad pops up saying, "Do you want Zuck?" ketchup or something like that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, and, and because have you seen that meme but he, he like hands you ke- anyways doesn't matter uh point is i mean we're heading down a path technologically that we won't be able to understand we still don't as human beings we can't process all the information properly that we are getting introduced to I, I think I do all right at processing information. And, um, you know, I, I think that serves good purpose when it comes to my TikTok videos. As I mentioned earlier, I talk about politics and stuff. And I think that really helps. Not, And, and this is completely off topic as well. But I think people need to get into politics because that goes hand in hand with technology and um, all of that good stuff. And it's just important to be aware of things. Right, because too many people go through life not knowing what's going on. Yeah, yeah oh, for yeah, sure. For I sure. mean, the metaverse that, that that scared me a little bit because I'm like, it seems like the perfect time for that to swoop in when you know people are already getting locked in their homes. It's like, oh well, you're sitting at home anyway. You might as well do this. And then once it's things get lifted, oh, we just stay at home because we're already in the metaverse. And I'm like, yeah, are we really going to let someone like the Zuck have more control over our lives? Like, let's think about who we're giving control over our lives to here for just one second here. This is the literal, like, you know, I mean, the man that was manipulating people with, like, his Facebook, what was it? He was like, I'm trying to remember exactly what he did, but there was a whole big experiment that they ran on, like, 100 million of their users to test their emotions. But they would make it, like, so they were faking, like, uh, responses and stuff from like people that you were friends with and like doing something to misguide you to like test how humans responded to different triggers emotionally and like they were just running a human experiment on their uh, user base so I'm like if they did that when you're just on Facebook what do you think they're going to do to you in their virtual world man I don't know I, I'm not going to be joining up in the metaverse I am I'm not okay touching on that. it I am not touching yeah. it and, yeah, and here's, some opti- here's some optimism real quick right because there's a lot of pessimism here we've got global you know the the new world order as Alex Jones says and, and honestly people say Alex Jones is crazy but he's been right about a ton of things 
Um, agree. But I, I'm not going to touch it. And, and and the optimistic part about this is people who are free thinkers and able to kind of see through this stuff, they're not going to be in the metaverse, right? So in the real world, they're, we're going to have hard workers. We're going to have people who think. And in the fake world, the virtual um, metaverse, we're going to have a bunch of useless people just sitting around in their bedrooms, you know. So I, I rather share a society in the real world with intelligent yeah. people than, you know, idiots. And the idiots we won't even see. They'll just be in their little pod walk, walking around in the metaverse, you know. So yeah. that's the positive part because I <laughs> – <laughs> because sometimes I, I think about it a lot and it's true that a lot of people ju just do exactly what their authority tells them. Like some people in school, you know, from when they're little children, they're told you need to do this or else you need to do this or else you need to, um, for example, you need to take a vaccination or else. And I think people should be able to, people shouldn't be able, shouldn't um, be forced to. Um, I I think people should just think, dude, because, think for themselves. because no one's thinking. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I definitely agree. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. The one thing I just want to say is I think there's too much of, um, especially like, I mean, I'm not going to get into politics or anything, but certain people, certain political parties like to say, oh, well, there's not a, there's a time and place where you, you don't question things. You don't want to think for yourself. You just go along with things because we have to. And I really hate that when people try to make it out that like you're wrong for questioning it or that you're trying to be like, you know, it's, and it's because it's like there doesn't have to be something there to even look for. But if there is, I want to at least know that I took the chance to think about it and didn't just leave things to be what they were and just assume that things were right. Like, I should at least have the chance to think. And, and the worst part is that the cult followers go after you, too. If you're thinking for yourself, then you're a target, right? Because they feel like, okay, I follow the authority, and anyone else that questions it, I should go after them because they're forcing me to, therefore everyone else should, right? Because yeah. that that's kind of what happens with masks. That's what I think flight attendants do. <laughs> they're like, okay... I'm forced to wear a mask, so I'm going to make everyone else do it. You know, that's what I that's what I think it is. In, instead of caring about um, people's freedoms to do whatever they want within reason, of course, we have laws and everything. But within reason, people should, especially in the U.S., be able to do uh, whatever they feel necessary to protect themselves or not protect themselves. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with that as well. I think... Um... I mean, it's definitely, I think it's a very slippery slope when we start to tell people what they can and can't do in that regard, because, I mean, I just feel like the government, I feel like they're always looking for a way in to our lives more to have more control. So I feel like anything, like any allowance you give them is like, it's a big risk. Because yeah. if you let there's, them tell there's you. There's too many people that trust the government, right? Uh, there's There's been plenty of instances in history, right? So the big one is obviously the Holocaust and then the in the U.S., the Tuskegee experiments and all of these things. And obviously in uh, China, with under Mao, people were starving. So people put way too much trust in government. And I think especially the American government, people too, put too much trust in because we've been flourishing and happy and comforted for so long, and fat, by the way, for so long that we've gone to a point where we don't question the government, which is scary because the entire reason I think 
I'm, I'm not saying this for, for a fact. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying like all of this, I believe is planned. I think, yeah, I agree. Um, I, agree. I because as you said, it's all too convenient with the metaverse, and I think from I, you know what I think they they didn't plan for the internet. I don't think they planned for the internet because because yeah, there's with a lot with of the internet with opinions. with the internet yeah. they lost control over the plebeians. They lost control over civilians who want to free think because. There was a time where there were only a few cable stations where, you know, you, you listen to Fox News or CNN. But now you can go outside of that and you can figure out what is trustworthy and what is not. That, I mean, that's why uh, big tech censors a lot of people that don't agree with them. Exactly. They're, they're trying, they're trying to restrict countries. access uh, from people so they can homogenize the entire uh, ecosystem. They're trying to go back to what they had. And that's why YouTube props up CNN. Like you look at CNN and you're like, oh, they're, they're a thing of the past, right? With cable, they're getting like a hundred K views or live views per, um, per, I guess, stream or whatever you want to say. Um, but the reason for that is because they're in a bunch of airports, they're in hotels, so everyone's just kind of passively listening. And that's not a lot. Like certain um, certain channels on YouTube get a hell of a lot more than that. But I mean, but on YouTube, on YouTube, on YouTube CNN is propped up. CNN's propped up, so they have hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. And I that's mean, because it's recommended instantly when people join the... Yeah, they're always... Like, that kind of stuff, like, it, it, that is definitely something I agree with. Like, these big cable networks and such are trying to make it look like they still have influence by paying YouTube to put them on the homepage when you first sign up or when you're not logged into an account. And then all you see is, like, The Tonight Show and literally, like, big news stations, and that's it. I mean, if you look at the, like, statistics... The oops, I mean statistics. Like if like yeah. the dislike button got removed, right? Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Yeah, so yeah, there's the an extension. There's an extension that you can get to like bring back the dislike button. And for some like news videos, they have like a lot of dislikes than more more than likes. Yeah, that's always been like, and I know you're gonna get. I think you're gonna get to a point that I mean, I'll let you say, but I, I think I know what you're gonna say here. But uh, no, yeah, you can go ahead. say it. You can say it. Oh, uh, I mean, are you getting to the point that YouTube removed dislikes because these big companies didn't want uh, people seeing like how poor of a response they're getting? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of that before, and I, I think that is part of it. Is that like the companies that are paying YouTube the most? are the ones that are getting like ratioed by YouTube's own rating system. And I've this is something I said uh, on my other channel, my silver one, I talked about them removing the dislike button a little bit. And I really think a big part of it also is the fact that they want YouTube to be more like TikTok in the sense that like TikTok, you don't see a dislike button. All you can do is like the post. And YouTube Shorts, it already doesn't have a dislike counter. They already didn't have it on there. So if you don't see that a content's disliked, you won't leave the content and go searching out for new content. You'll just waste your time watching that. You'll have to watch the whole video and then you'll realize, oh, well, this is a crappy video, but it's too late. You couldn't see it because there's no dislikes. And then now you have to go on and watch another video. And basically, I think part of it is it like, allows all content like there's no such thing as bad content and now the algorithm can reward people who 
or making crappy content. And that's what YouTube wants because that's what TikTok allows for. And everybody wants to have the dream that, oh, if I make my random YouTube videos that have terrible quality, I could still blow up because that's how the algorithm is. Yeah. And the dislike button, that stands in the way of that algorithm. Like more people will post videos if they think they have a shot. But in reality, the algorithm is just going to chew them up and spit them out and move on to the next person. That's really what I think about that. I mean, you pretty much yeah, summed up. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you pretty much summed up what I was about to get to. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, I got you, man. Yeah, but I do agree also with the point of like big companies don't want uh, people realizing like how poor of a response their videos generally get, and like usually like especially like news stations they get like terrible ratings. They'll get like double the dislikes that they get of likes and such. Well, it's it's because they're completely antithetical to the vision of both America and the people of America. And of course, it does. It's not. It's not just America. I mean, we've got Australians, Canadians. We we got everybody disliking these people because they just lie blatantly. They they mischaracterize things, take things out of context, and their user base, or I guess audience, uh, just kind of gets fed or spoon fed uh this propaganda that makes literally no sense and now that the dislike is gone now they can do that with impunity now no one's going to realize that hey like people aren't actually responding well to this because that's the thing humans tend to flock with the herd right they tend to join in on the group um i i the the um the most popular of takes right and if yeah. if they see a hundred thousand dislikes then they're gonna go oh yeah this is this is garbage this is obviously not correct but when they remove dislikes then all content is created created equal and that's another exactly. thing that's another thing all content is not created equal like there's animal abuse literally on youtube so if if the dislike doesn't show up, then there's there's no way that someone would know. You know what I mean? If there's no rating system, then what's the point of it all? Yeah, you have to go down and read the comments and hope that, you know, there's going to be a top comment that tells you to avoid the video in time. And then, oh, it's too late. You already had it playing. And, yeah, you've already given them a view now. And that is what it is. And exactly, like, they're trying to make it so there is no bad content anymore. And it's like... For me, like, you know, what motivation do I have then as a content creator? Like, because I've made, you know, mini documentaries about both Nitrotype and even other games. It's like, what what would be the point of making that if nobody can see the fact that one of those videos has 300 likes and one dislike? You know, because now you're just going to hide it anyway. So why not, as a creator, just make content that'll get easy views and not worry about it? You know, so it's like they're really not thinking about the fact that it's supposed to be YouTube. It's just Tube now. It's just another TV. You know, it's just another big yeah, corporate thing. There's no, like... I, I remember I remember a few <clears throat> a few years ago there was a problem regarding Spider-Man and Elsa. Okay. Oh my there, God. Was some, there was some there was some kids ad? let's say adult content on yeah. YouTube. Oh, I know and, what that was. And I mean it was really messed up because it was directed towards kids and yeah. the thumbnails were all sparkly and there was colors, so kids <laughs> clicked on it. And it was actually just this weird, like, Spider-Man, oh Elsa, um, impregnation, weird, yeah. like, sexual content. And I, I remember seeing that and almost, like, throwing up. <laughs> and and this, that kind of thing 
will thrive on a YouTube that doesn't have dislikes. Oh, exactly. Well, and we were talking before about like people using uh, the internet too much to raise their kids. Like that was a big problem. Was you know you'd be letting your kids sit on the kids' app for twelve hours, and that's what they're watching, and that's like warping their mind. Literally, I mean, like as like some of the first things that they're seeing as a toddler is uh, yeah, exactly. Like these like colorful characters doing awful things to each other, and that's what they're like looking up to. You know, yeah, that, that's a big problem with it though. Pretty messed up stuff. The, yeah, the state, state of the world, dude. And Russia is about to invade Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, I have heard a little bit about that, but that's kind of... Oh, man, that's... Oh, God. And and then, uh, I don't know if I want to get into it, but we, we... I don't know. It's funny, though. It's, it's also scary, though, because obviously Russia is a mega power, and the U.S. Um, probably doesn't want to get involved with that unless we absolutely... Um, need ukraine um and we don't really need ukraine we don't have m many much trading over there we don't have oil or anything so yeah, i don't, I don't know about the oil. <laughs> it's always yeah. the oil man Amer yeah. america loves its oil um yeah. un unless kept, uh... unless it's in a pipeline in which case they just fucking take it down <laughs> yeah unless it's coming from our own country then that'd be ridiculous if American citizens of course seeing, that's uh, ridiculous we we we, we yeah. the elites benefiting off foreign conflict right yeah. we'll just yeah. make dubai like a super center and then we'll just uh, uh <laughs> we'll source everything in screw it yeah um that is funny to think about like because yeah i mean oil it's just crazy like i mean we kept like uh you know a pretty horrible person in power just to protect our oil interests before so yeah yeah but, uh, is there anything else on Storyfire you wanted to hit on specifically? I don't want to not give you um, a chance to talk about everything, but you know what? To end this off, yeah. I would like to I would kind of like to shout out a platform I just found recently. I, I've heard about it before, but it's smeared as a neo Nazi kind of white supremacist platform and at, you know, there's a bunch of crap on there and whatever. And then I look into it. It's it's called gab.com. So yeah. gab uh, yeah. period com. And and you look at it and it's like, okay, sure, because it's a free speech platform. And yes, it's literally a spe free speech platform. That's what people don't understand. Getter, that uh, also is also an alternative platform that claims to be pro-free speech. But the truth is they're not. They have the same kind of TOS and rules that... Um, for instance, Twitter does, and they ban Nick Fuentes and all of these other people. But Gab, Gab doesn't ban anyone unless they post illegal content. Um, yeah, I believe that's it, because um, everything's protected under the First Amendment on their platform. If you look at their TOS, it references the First Amendment over and over again. So if you want to go back to the old wild west of the internet um i, I don't know if anyone remembers that but <laughs> there was a time where you could just post whatever you wanted you could have fun you know uh when idubs could you know post these crazy videos now oh, now yeah, he's gone now, now he's gone corporate which is a shame but yeah he's interesting but, yeah yeah but but gab.com again gab.com has categories where you can look at different things. Um, so there's, there's food, 
groups, there's astrology groups, there's just different topics. Uh, hell, you guys could make a nitro racing um, uh, group. group, group chat. Um, so and we, we actually did this with um, Storyfire. Story so I, I, I recently announced that we were starting a Storyfire forum, or at least I was. And it, the point of it was to discuss things off of Storyfire so that we wouldn't get censored, banned, because unfortunately, Storyfire is heading in a direction where that's kind of where we are. Um, but yeah, we have a community on there. Not a very big one, about 17 people. But I mean, it's all right. I mean, I'm surprised that, like, because I saw your post and everything, because you actually DM'd me about it, right? I'm surprised, like, some people were like, oh, no, I'm not getting Gab and stuff like that. Yeah, no, the, I think the reason behind that is... You know, I, I I don't know the reason behind that because a lot of people argue and they say, oh, Twitter's a shithole, right? They argue that all of these platforms suck, but then they don't have the balls to jump onto another platform just because they're labeled neo-Nazis by the media. I think we all know by now that neo-Nazi, white supremacists, racism, like these are all words that are meant to scare people. They're, yeah. it's not always It's not always the truth. And if you just looked into it, you would know that, like, there are Nazis on there, right? But they're not taking over the platform, you know? Like, just like on Twitter, there are a bunch of, um, I, I, it wouldn't be the same thing, because I think Nazis are the, a strong minority. Like, they're, they're Twitter, such a I mean, minority. They have maps on Twitter, though, so, like, exactly. that's pretty that's, that's another thing, actually. That That's the perfect example. They have maps on there, and yet Twitter isn't labeled the map pornography um, crazy fest um, that Gab is. And I think right. if people just gave these alternative platforms a chance, not Getter, don't go to Getter. They, they pretend to be pro-free speech, and they pretend to give a damn. But what they're doing is they see an opportunity in the market and they're saying, oh, there's a bunch of disenfranchised uh, young people that um, feel like they have been oppressed online. And, you know, how about we just pick up that market? And what they are is they're, they're exactly from where Twitter is. It's Silicon Valley bullshit. You know, it's the same thing. But with, with Gab.com, it's entirely different, you know, and, and, and don't take my word for it. Um, you know, take the take andrew torba's uh word for it you know he he's the creator of gab.com he has a he's been featured on a bunch of different podcasts you can look it up but any anyways i don't want to drag this on too long but yeah go check it out join the story fire group if you're interested and uh yeah thanks for having me on yeah i'll be yeah uh, i'll be uh posting uh, on gab as well because i recently got it too oh okay, did you so get somewhere the you can post okay yeah, it's like Twitter, but different. Oh, I got you. But, well, and I just, I mean, just for closing out, I mean, as far as people saying, oh, you know, because of certain groups on there, that that's all that that is for or whatever. Like, the problem with, if you're going to have a true free speech app, you have to allow everybody, everybody who is yeah. saying something that's not, you know, like, even, like, groups that you don't agree with, that's part of free speech is you allow them to speak as well. And that is exactly it. Like, the fact that they are willing to let even extreme people talk on there 
is, you know, to me at least a sign that they truly are about the free speech and they're not about like, you know, it sounds like this other website, they more just want to be what people in a certain group imagine free speech is like, which is them being allowed to say what they want and groups they don't agree with not being able to say what they want. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely am all for a site that's truly about allowing everyone with a voice to share it. And yeah, I mean, I'm really glad we got the chance to talk with you on here as well, because I know people who follow us have never really gotten necessarily the chance to delve into Storyfire or hear about these things before. So I hope all you guys at home watching this really enjoyed the podcast. And yeah, thanks for being on, man. I really appreciate your time. No worries, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for coming by. Oh, yeah. Let us know how you guys uh, how you guys liked the episode down in the comments below. And this is our first official one. So if you guys did enjoy it and you want to see other guests outside the community get featured as well, let us know about that. And if you want the video to do just a little bit better in the algorithm, hey, maybe you can drop a like on it. Maybe even share it with a friend who might also enjoy. But I think that's truly, truly it for this conversation, guys. I think we're... Uh, Good here, right? Yeah. Just had something else. Yeah, man. All re all of Rusty's um uh, social media will be linked down in the pinned comment. By the way, if you guys want, uh, yeah, we'll have that in the pinned comment. Especially TikTok. <laughs> Put that first. Yeah, there you go. That's man. my main platform. All right, all right. I got you, bro. Yeah. Peace out, guys. All right. See you guys. Bye.